Hey guys, welcome to the Lanes Podcast. So today we have our first one-on-one. We're bringing in Bailey O'Brien, the owner of Accessory and Bayfit. So without further ado, let's get into it. studio Bailey what's happening my brother hey mate how are you good very well I mean this was pretty pre-planned for a while but we finally got you in the studio and set ready to rumble so let's get into it man let's get into it so uh let's start from the basics from the start from the start sorry mate you're not a Sydney boy are you no I'm a Gong boy born and raised in uh by the beaches in Wollongong yeah been in uh been in Castle Hill for two years now two years now yeah how was that down there in the Gong how was the left Living up there. Mate, God's country down there. God's country? Absolute God's country. But um, no, nah, I moved to the big city, chased a little lady up here, and now I'm uh, living the city life, eh? Yeah, so uh, before we get into everything, we're going to go through his whole life, all right? It's going to be fantastic, though. So <laughs> we're going to go through your life. So you grew up in the gong. I mean, how was, how was that, you know, compared to the hills, you know? It was, I'm um, sure it would be a bit of a difference. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, growing up. In Wongong, it was definitely a little bit um, slower paced. I, like, I didn't really know any different. Always been a, always been a Gong boy. So I did went to primary school there, went to high school there, finished um, my high school, and then um, worked down there and played hoops for two years um, with Illawarra. Played all my juniors with Illawarra, and then um, and then moved up to Sydney to to try and play AFL. So I had two years um, having a crack playing with the Pender Hills Demons um, with their Premier League side, um, and then yeah. I've kind of come back to hoops this year, but yeah, growing up in Wongong, hoops was everything for me. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Lived and breathed it. Always wanted to um to go to the states and and play college ball. That was always the dream. And then kind of a few things changed, and now I'm here. I'm back. Surely that could still be a dream for sure. Oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can still get there now. Nah, More it's all good. Enjoy playing with the boys. Nah, man. Nah, well, we're gonna go further into your basketball because you didn't get into it as much as I know. I know you were back in the day. <coughs> Actually, a very good player. You still are a very good player, but I know your junior career. Day, I know you. I know your junior career was actually better than what a lot of people realise. I know you guys had some really good teams back in the day. Let's go through your fourteen. So, who was on your fourteens team? So yeah, fourteens. We we had a pretty similar side from fourteens all the way through to eighteens. Um, me and um, Angus Glover were who's currently playing with the Laura Hawks now. Kind of always the the one two guards growing up together. Um, a few other guys like Pat Lancaster, Will Farah. Sean Cranny, who's over in the States now as well. Um, all guys who I kind of grew up playing with and like my childhood best mates. So it was lucky to be surrounded by some of the best in the biz, which is why I was able to develop um, pretty well as a young pup. Yeah, did you ever play with Lockie Dent? Because I saw he, he's made his debut this year. Yeah, really good mates with Lockie Dent. He's actually my brother's age, so okay, I never yeah, played sweet. alongside him. Um, but him and my brother, like they were kind of similar to me and Angus, always played side by side. Um, it was that kind of one-two kind of punch. Yeah, sweet, yeah, sweet. So I know... Um, you're not going to go into it because you're pretty humble yourself. You did play state for country, yeah. was it? So lucky to lucky enough to make 16s and 18s um, with the New South Wales Country Boys, um, and yeah, lucky to win two national championships with those boys, which are probably the some of the best memories I've got to date. Um, yeah, 16s in over in Adelaide, um, which was unreal. One in overtime against the New South Wales Metro Boys, and then 18s again 
Um, we played against the Newcastle Ave Metro boys and not not as close in the second one. Gave him a bit of a panting, but uh, no, nah, absolute good memories there. So a bit of a uh, beating on uh, Jaden and old Kieran. Yeah, big time. But that, big if you time. guys don't know, that's these teammates right now for the Hornets. But yeah, no, nah, it's awesome, man. So uh, I know that you're so good at basketball. What made you want to switch to play AFL? Um, a few different reasons. It was kind of, well, just to backtrack a little bit, it was always yeah. to, to go to the States and play hoops um, at a school over there at college was always a dream like since I could ever remember. And it always was, and I was, was talking to a few a few schools in like um, the later years of my juniors but um, mate as it always is I met a little lady who uh, who took me off the path to greatness and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. but no so I I ended up meeting um, Maddie at uh, 18's Nationals in Ballarat um, and that's the first time we ever ever spoke and went on a date a week after Nationals and then mate five years later we're still together um, best thing that's ever happened to me but it did mean that if I was to go to the States and she had offers as well over at schools um, that we'd probably have to go our separate ways because we're different sides of the country. But so we decided to stay at home in Australia. I played ABA um, with the Hawks um, for two years down there. Eventually got into their starting lineup, which was good and playing some good minutes. Um, and then it kind of just, I was always interested in playing AFL. Maddie's older brother and her old man lived and breathed it. Um, and I was always around the footy club watching them and kind of thought, why not give this a crack while I'm still young, so got a chance. Um, and then me and Lockie Dent actually at the same time we kind of had a little bit of a gut full of basketball and decided to, to make the switch codes. Both gave footy a crack for two years and trained together and um, and Lockie went with the Swans, I went with the Demons and now we're back, both back. Yeah, well, before you go on that, we'll backtrack a bit with uh, your girlfriend Maddie. How was that long distance traveling going? Because I'm yeah. sure that would have been, you know, a bit of a not, a, not a hassle, but it would have been a challenge. 100%. Yeah. We, so we did long distance for like just over two and a half years um, throughout year 11 and 12. And it was, it was probably like a blessing in disguise because we had our senior years to study and really focus on school. It meant that during the week, we didn't have the chance just to go over each other's house and hang out and do whatever so we really did have to get to focus on our studies which was a huge priority for us um but it did mean that on the weekends we'd always be like not having our license when we were younger like we we're on a train for two or three hours going back and forth or then when maddie got her license like traveling up and down so it was definitely a bit of a challenge early on um but to be honest mate i think i'm punching a little bit out of my league <laughs> here so i was worth uh worth the train trip up uh, she doesn't know how good she's got it, eh? Oh, mate, yeah, no, she's judging massively. Massively, eh? Cop that. <laughs> nah. Hey, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, um, I know that you love sport, right? And there's a, there's a big thing with sport. If you're going to be good at it, you've got to be fit. So, let's move on a bit to your professional <laughs> career. I know that you were a personal trainer. So, when did you get started into that stuff? I mean, I mean into the fitness type. Yeah, so I've always been, always been like a kind of fitness fanatic. I remember it first started when I was like 12. I was in like year, yeah, year seven and year eight. And I'll get up at like 5 a.m. and like walk to the gym in the dark um, and then go train from like 5.30 to 6.30 before school. Um, because I always just, I was so motivated and driven for basketball that I wanted that extra edge. Um, and being a little like, I didn't have any talent to, to back myself. So I needed to outwork guys. And so that's kind of always been something that stuck with me and then finishing school I did did not bad at school but I didn't have anything I wanted to study at uni yeah um so I, I knew I was super interested in fitness so I did my set three and four um to get into it just to work until I kind of figured out what I wanted to do um and worked in 
a few gyms just like it's like a just like a gym instructor but then i kind of got into starting my own pt business realized i really had a passion for it and then yeah kind of bay fit came when, about when, when did you first start to say you know what i'm pretty good at this i think i can give this a real crack yeah well i, I was working in Wollongong and then because I, I know you were telling me you're working you would have had another job obviously didn't you work at a um, yeah, bartender so I, yeah i worked i worked um in the gym so i'd open up the gym at 5 a.m in the morning but i'd uh bartend um at the novotel in north beach in Wollongong, um and which i'd finish at like 2 or 3 a.m um and then yeah head to work the following morning so i'd work two jobs just to make a bit of money really want to work hard and and get some savings behind me didn't know what it was for um, but I knew one day I wanted to kind of really get after it and had always had a business business mindset. Yeah. Um, and so I worked really hard and then thought I've kind of I've got a bit of a passion for this and I saw a job opening at a gym in Castle Hill in Sydney and I was just starting AFL at the time and I thought why not go for this opportunity, um, see what I can make of it. And that was the first time that, yeah, Bayfit came about, kind of registered my business name. So started before a big you go into Bayfit, so Bayfit's your own business? Yeah, yep. so Bayfit's... When I, I started working at Castle Hill Fitness, and you need to kind of run your own business as like a, a subcontractor there. Like so, side hustle kind of like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so I started all that, got all of my paperwork and stuff done, started getting some clients um, over there just through the gym. And then, yeah, as I started meeting people from the football club through the basketball club, people started kind of reaching out. And uh, yeah, from from there, it's been it's been unreal. So with Bayfit, how when that first start? Yeah, so... I was working in Wollongong, um, working in a gym down there, just as like a kind of a supervisor and then like as a bartender down there trying to save up and then saw an opening at a gym pretty close by to Maddie's place in Castle Hill um, and thought, why not throw my hand at it? Applied for the job, drove up for the interview. They really liked me. I started the following week. Um, so how old were you when this happened? So I would have been uh, 19 when this happened. 19. Just turned 19. So yeah, fresh actually, out of school? Yeah, yeah. Fresh so one, school. one year out of school. Yep. Been working in the gym, bartending for 12 months, and then moved up to Sydney. Um, yeah, 19 out of school. Started Bayfit. So I ran my own business inside of this commercial gym. Um, and then, yeah, built up my client base there um, through either the football club that I was training at, the basketball club, which Maddie was at, um, a few junior athletes who kind of wanted to go a similar path to me. And then, yeah, since then I've kind of gone out my own and got my own little shindig going. That's awesome. But first off, before we go, how's bartending? Was that fun? Mate, one of the best gigs ever. Yeah? Yeah, I recommend anyone who doesn't really know what they're doing. And that's why I've always thought to myself, if PT or anything ever fails, like the worst thing that happens is I can go go back and bartend and make a, a quick buck there. Like life can't be that bad. It was so fun meeting new people and yeah. Yeah, especially down Wollongong because all those people down when you go down there, nobody tells probably like the place to stay. Yeah, all like the NBL sides would stay there, the NRL sides would stay there for the Dragons. So it would, uh, yeah, New Year's Eve because the Hawks always had the New Year's Eve game. I'd always work then. Um, and yeah, it'd be, mate, that would be, That would have been a disaster. Absolute disaster, awesome. mate. Nah, no it's good. awesome. But nah, this Bay Fit, it's, it's pumping really well now, eh? It's, it's getting big, man. It's going really well, man. I've got a great support network, network around me. I've made some, um, some pretty unreal mates who made it really, really easy for me. Um, and now, yeah, we're running our, our Super Saturday sessions, which are booking out every week. We've got 40, 50 people come to those. Yeah, those Super Saturday sessions are smashing, man. Yeah, no, they're doing really well. And then my PT base is, is really building as well with like young athletes as well as just the, the everyday Joe who wants to make a change in their life. Yeah, so what made you really want to kickstart Bayfit yourself? Um, I've kind of, I've always known that I, I'm very business-minded myself and kind of I like doing things my way, not in a way that I was like ever... Um, 
didn't like. It's not like it's your way or the highway. Yeah, not at all. Oh, you like can't that. handle being boss, not being a boss, but being managed by a boss. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, and I've I've definitely done that and and played my role there. But I've always knew that I kind of wanted to get after it on my own and, and be successful and kind of call my own shots and and put like put money towards something that I'm passionate about and then hopefully uh see it, see it go through. Well, um, I think like you're exactly right. If you if you got that the vision for it and you think you can do it, why not give it a crack while you're young? Yeah. If it does work, hundred percent. But if it doesn't work, you can always restart, reset, do anything you want. Yeah, exactly. You know what right. I mean? And it, I, I, I know it's going really well, and you know, whatever happens with that, you know, that could be bigger and better. You know, yeah. you could partner with certain things or something like that. But yeah. I know that's pumping for you. Yeah. But um, what I was also going to say is that's not your only passion off the court, eh? Or off off sport, is it? Yeah. No, I've got um, I've got my own little clothing label, the accessory that's um that's up and running. So that's been in the works for around nine months now. Um, it was something that I've, I've always kind of had a bit of a passion for fashion, you could say. Yeah, what really um, wanted you to make you, what, sorry, what really wanted you to start it? Yeah. What was that? What was that? You must have had like a, maybe a thought in your head one day or someone was like, you know what, I'm just going to give this a go and yeah. we'll see what happens. It was like, it wasn't just like a kind of spur of the moment, all right, let's just do this and see what happens. I'd, I'd been planning it and like hypothesizing about the idea and making like business plans like for well over 12 months. Initially, I wanted it to be a, like a, a sunglass label. Like I've always yep. loved accessories and like rings, sunglasses, hats, little things like that just to kind of make an outfit, making something like just feel like a sense of prestige and like nice when I'm wearing it. Yeah, like because I'm a big hat guy. So like if I could wear a hat everywhere, I would. Yeah, like you, like I know like you like me for that. You'll probably yeah. like that more. Rings? Yeah. I'd wear a hat to sleep if I could. Yeah. And like, yeah, so initially it was always going to be like a, a sunglass label. Um, did all my research, went through a few people and realized like if you wanted to get the, the handcrafted Italian acetate stuff, which I would because I don't want anything less than that, it was going to be a, a fair chunk of my savings to get it up and running. And I thought, geez, like it's a it's a big punt going out on that um, for my first ever product with no nothing yeah, behind exactly me. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so I thought, all right, why don't I, I make it not just a sunglass label? I can try and turn it to a few different bits and pieces um, that aren't going to be so expensive to start up and then hopefully once we start hopefully if we make a bit of money then we can uh, introduce some sunglasses later down the track so that's the, the goal for the start of summer 2020 yep. um, we've currently got like um, three hat designs we've got like our linen button up shirts our swim shorts our homie tees um, our staple tees we've got our women's range as well so we've got a few bits and pieces rolling now um, we've got our men's jewellery that are dropped next week cheeky tees are there um, there we go but, uh, but yeah, hopefully by the end of the year, the sunglasses will come out, which um, was always kind of the end goal of how I got how I got started. So you really, you didn't want it to be like a massive, like I could say, to start with your first idea was, you know what, I think I make a nice sunglass label because you're massive into sunglass accessories. Yeah. What made you want to venture on to make it a full brand, go into clothing and not just accessories? Yeah, well, I just thought it was always going to be, I just, yeah, hats was definitely something I really wanted to do. Um, and then I kind of was thinking, oh man, like not everyone like wears hats. I know I love them and like a lot of my mates love them, but like I want to be able to get something that like everyone can wear. And so something like it made a really nice classy staple tee um, so that it wasn't too out there. Anyone could get around that, pair it with jeans, pair it with whatever um, and look good. Added like a men's range, a women's range there. That really took off, which was great. Um, and then I kind of wanted to get into the more higher end kind of fashion. So those like went overseas on a, a factory tour in Bali late last year, met up with a few factories there, got our, um, our linen shirts sampled and stuff. And there in the, the works now, our, um, our men's shorts and stuff. That's kind of, it just kind of 
went from one thing to the other and I said maybe I can do a few different bits and pieces that I enjoy not just accessories um, and I'm so glad I've done that because it's been like really really good feedback since we've added those items to the yeah. list 100% what what I want to ask you is probably a good question what was your first ever roadblock of accessory the first part where you thought oh something's happened here what's going on what, what do I do because from the sounds of it you haven't had a lot of business say training or education for sure which I think is the better thing to do you don't have to go get a piece of paper to have to do something so what yeah. was the first roadblock you had Met getting started was just the hardest part like yeah. it, it would have took us like taken us like six months to probably get the ball up and running mm. um, especially like when if you want to get it done quick like anyone could start a label but if you want the the quality um, to be there and you want to be known for your quality then you've got to like take the high road and then really put in the time and effort get different samples so finding like different manufacturers that you can trust that have quality um, samples who aren't um, ripping you off or their minimum order quantity is not too high like was really tough um, but once you find them um, and we were lucky enough to find some some really great people that we're working with now um, it was yes yeah, so much easier to one thing just lead to another you make better relationships they know other people and then it's just kind of spiraled from there which is good yeah because I know that you're fully by you you make your stuff overseas a lot of your stuff you make overseas yeah, yeah, but a lot so of your stuff you make locally yeah so where, where, where's the stuff that you make locally what so stuff do you make locally we get so our, our staple teas which is our very first um our very first products were um, made in Australia, yep. um, and then our everything else is now made over in um, our Balinese factory over there by like a, a beautiful family um, who we went over and, and spent some time with while we we're over there. Um, it's not like a, a big factory at all. Um, we wanted to make sure that yeah, the quality and stuff was there. We're not just desperate to make products no matter what the circumstances. Um, and so yeah, now we try and get all of our stuff made overseas in Bali just because there's a bit more freedom um, when it comes to design and sizing. Um, compared to Australia, um, so now we yeah, and it means I get to go to Bali a few times a year, which is yeah, uh, isn't that, bad can, at all. That, that can never be a problem. No, could it? not at all, mate. That's awesome. So, what what would your favourite accessory accessory item be right now? Uh, right now, you can pick one. What would it be? I think not sunglasses, because I know you're keen on those ones. The one in our current range? Yeah, your current range right now. I think our um, our white linen button-up would be my go-to. Yeah, you've been plugging that one, man. Yeah, that looks sick. Done. I know one yeah. of our boys, Duffy, has that. It doesn't look good on him. Yeah. But it, looks good. it looks good on all the other boys that have it. Yeah. They yeah, cop that, Duffy. Okay. No, that's mad, man. That's mad. No, that's heaps good. But um, with accessory, what's what's the end goal for your, for accessory to be? Would it be to get... Because I know you're already in stores now, but mm. would it to be like in a general pants and a glue or would it yeah. be like your own your own type of I think um, style? yeah like you mentioned we are lucky enough to be in a few stores one in um in Wollongong in my hometown and then one in um in Coolangatta what's that one called um, in Wollongong Wollongong it's called Key Collective and um, in Coolangatta and then Arch Company in um, Coolangatta which is right um right on the Gold Coast oh, before um, you go how did you get into that how did you get those contacts and those, those yeah connections? so one day I just noticed this um that an Arch Company just kind of liked a few of our photos in a row and I'd, I'd seen they just um, opened up their own boutique in the Goldie. Um, they were kind of starting up and adding new products that or new brands that I really was like inspired by when first starting. And I thought, geez, like they're kind of starting up. It'd be cool if I was alongside the brands that I'm inspired by and looked up to. Um, just shot them a message saying, hey, I noticed you liked um, a few of our photos. Um, we'd love to potentially be stocked in your store if you'd be interested um, we'd love to send you like a lookbook with our catalogue and stuff if you'd be interested no pressure at all and she got back to me and said yeah we'd actually love to 
So now um, they're stocking all of our hats, our, our black and white linen button-ups and our leisure shorts, khaki leisure shorts um, over there, which is unreal and they're selling so well. Um, on the Goldie, which is hectic, yeah, mate. The Goldie honestly. would be frothing the stuff you sell. Yeah, it's unreal, mate. It's That's basically cool. what. So like, but yeah, end goal. Um, if we could get somewhere like on the iconic or something like that, or in the general yep. pants or glue, where we're kind of moving products um, left, right, and center all over the country, that would be unreal. Um, and I wouldn't mind having like, I'm not like dead keen on having my own like shop. Yeah. Because like I just think like there's so much overhead with that that comes yeah, exactly with it. Right. Um, I think online's the way to go, but. Yeah, if we could have our own, like, maybe one one boutique where we keep all of our stock and ship out of, that would be pretty cool. Where would that be? Man, would it be in Gong or would it be up here in Sydney? I don't know. I think, um, I, don't, I know I definitely want to get back to the beaches. I absolutely love the beaches, but, yeah, we'll have to wait and see where we go, mate. I don't know where my, where my future's going to take me, eh? 100%. Can't be tied down in one place. Never, 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 baby. <laughs> never. Nah, what is it? You, for accessory, right? We've, we, I forgot to say it at the start. What's the type of style? What's it like? So I know you you kind of got like that mission statement, but what's what's the style of it like? Because I know like it's not it's not like athletic style. What's yeah. the type of like? Yeah, so a lot of people kind of thought because I'm kind of the fitness guy that it'd be active wear, but it's really it's complete opposite at all. It's more like um, it's our our little slogan is um to be worn from the surf to the city or anywhere in between. Um, and it's more like a a beach beachside kind of laid back, relaxed um street style. Um, so yeah, anyway, like I would, I'd love to wear it out like at a, a beach bar or something mm-hmm. at a, for a few drinks or then you can wear it to like more of a formal occasion. You can wear it to the beach, like the, our board shorts, you can wear the staple tee, summer, winter with jeans, whatever. Um, so there's kind of no real niche. It's bits more, it's so vast. You can wear it wherever and that's what we're kind of, we're hoping for. There's no, no limit there. So you can dress it up and dress it down. hundred percent, mate. Yeah. hundred percent. That's awesome. Now, so what we're going to do, we're going to do a bit of rapid fire questions, all right? All right, put you on the pump here. You didn't know I was going to give you this one, but no, nah, we're going to go. Because I know you're a fitness dude, yep. all right? I'm not really a fitness guy. I know, I mean. As you're drinking your Coke over there, man. I don't know if you can tell. No, we don't, we don't drink Coke. Oh. No, no, I'm drawing the waters, man. The waters. <laughs> now, I was going to say, what's your favorite food? Mate. Sorry, this- sorry I'm going to rephrase that. Cheat day, right? You got breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. And whatever you want. All right, what's it? What is Mate, it? Mate, don't have to ask me twice. There is a pizza place two minutes down the road from uh, where Maddie Hare lives uh, called Sedici. They have a prawn and chorizo pizza there. Oh my God. It prawn is and chorizo? Prawn and chorizo, mate. Don't oh. knock it until you try it. I would die for that pizza. I'm telling you. I'll have it, I have it once a week after basketball on Saturday night, every yep. single week, without yep. fail. Okay, without so that, fail. So that'd be a dinner? What would be your breakfast? Brekkie, I don't like to eat like. You're not like a huge a cheap brekkie. guy on brekkie. Like, okay. I'd rather just, like, go out and have, like, a nice, um, like, bacon and eggs or something or a smash savo. Yeah. Um, pretty bland there. I wouldn't mind, like, a cheeky little burger for lunch somewhere. Yeah. I know you're a fan of the burger too, my Mate. friend. Anywhere um, anywhere in Sydney you want a burger, I'll tell you. I'll, <laughs> I know anywhere. Right, my favourite, my favourite, stuffed beaver and Bondi. Right, it is the best burgers I've ever had. Not yeah. even that. I, I rate service yeah. and burgers. The best service. I know Locke. He loves it himself. Best service. I mean, it's just a mad little place. It's like a diner, but like you just got to go to have a look at it. It's, it's unreal, man. It's right. the best. Let's do it, mate. We'll do, do it, it, baby. We'll do it. All right, second one. Yeah. One place in the world you haven't been you want to go to? Oh, man. This is a tough one, eh? Good cue. I've been in a few places. I've been lucky enough to travel a bit. I haven't been to the US, though. I wouldn't say I'm dying to get there. I am dying to get to um, Italy, though. 
yeah. um, Italy. So that's where our sunglasses will be made one day. Um, and I'm actually going heading, there? heading over there in a few months in June with the missus. So we're going over for a, where a you month. Where you um, mate, month in Italy? <laughs> just Italy? <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, we're just doing Italy and then we'll head to, um, to Fred, um, Paris and, um, Venice, which would be cool. And then Mads will continue on with the, she'll meet her girlfriends over there and she'll do another month, um, in like green, uh, in, not in green, in Greece. Um, green, Croatia, green lane. I thought you were going to say green. To each their own. To each their own. No, that's not. Are you serious? That's last time here. No, that's hectic. Yeah. What is it? Uh, they, that'd be mad. Venice? Oh my god. Imagine the, imagine the pizza there. Mate. Bro. Why do you think I'm going to Italy? Mate, you ask a bloke and I get treats and chicken. They honestly, no, treats are They'd honestly say, hey, serious. Who would say that, mate? I'm telling you. That's so good. It's the best line ever. Oh. What is it? Uh, favorite artist? So, music. I know you're a big music guy. No, nah, I'm not, man. Tech House, isn't it? No way. That's what nah. the Quarters boys would say. Big no Tech House, big Bel Air guy. No. Nah. I'm not a huge music guy to be honest. Nah. Um, I don't mind. I might don't mind a little bit tech. I, mate, honestly, could not even tell you. Justin Bieber probably. Justin Bieber. Yeah. He gets he gets a bit of slander. I rate him. Oh yes. I rate him. Didn't mind that. Yummy. I cop like that. It's bad. It's, it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> bit of old school JB. Can't yeah. go wrong. Oh, I wouldn't say old school, but it's alright. Oh, right. Easy time. Mate, imagine look like him for a week. That'd be alright. <laughs> That'd be alright. <laughs> what is it up? Now, this is an easy one that a lot of people a lot of people have different answers yep. three wishes what would they be and you can't say to have a million wishes or unlimited wishes yeah yeah um fire that's tough um first wish be taller second wish be taller be more athletic nah they can't say those ones mate life would be the best <laughs> nah you can't say those ones they're boring uh, man they're too easy like like good, like well, not too easy. Like, yeah. Of course, everyone wants to be taller, more True. athletic. All right, I definitely know. Um, I'd love to have my own, uh, my own Bayfit gym in, yeah. the, in the next few years. That's definitely on the on the list. Yeah. I think. Um, I think another wish is to yeah get the accessory to a level where we're international. We've definitely had um a number of international orders in like Canada, the US, um London, which has been like hectic. But yeah, if we can kind of start going more worldwide that would be unreal yeah. um, and then yeah getting through places like the Iconic or Surf Stitch or something where we're moving lots of product that'd be a definitely another wish yep. um, mate third and final wish I wish that I uh, got to play professional sport yeah. um, that would be unreal um, always kind of yeah I've loved it my whole life and now I'm kind of trying to help people get there because I've kind of not missed my opportunity but yeah it's not the centre of my world at the moment but yeah I wish I kind of got there whether it be for basketball AFL to play at the, the top level that would have been pretty yeah, cool I say a lot of people a lot of people would say they want to wish to be an athlete but I don't think a lot of people know and 100%. you would know yeah, the actual toll it wouldn't just have on a physical body yeah. having you mental because you can't do anything without being in the spotlight Yeah, so 100%. a lot of people that say that I was like yeah maybe but like for you I, I, could, I could honestly say you'd be yeah. a professional athlete I think just because like my whole life was kind of working towards that and that was kind of I worked so hard for it it would have been nice to have the kind of the cream on top of the cake at the end but um I don't regret anything now like I'm, if I had the chance to go to college again I'd probably stay like I wouldn't change anything about my life but it would have been nice just to to kind of see what happened there and whether it would be a possibility especially when you're seeing guys like I know Angus Glover's a far better basketball than me but you're seeing guys who I legit grew up playing next to yeah, every yeah, single you, weekend you, like playing with, played with the Boomers last weekend like yeah you, you, you were in the same gym with him probably what your whole your whole, whole junior gyms, career yeah, going 12 up 12 to right? the 18s um, yeah so 
that's kind of would have been awesome but like again no regrets just yeah, no regrets. and I think a lot of things happen for a reason right yeah for sure. so it might not have been your destiny to go overseas yeah no I believe know. that massively it could well. be your destiny to go overseas later you never yeah. know it could be could be for, you, for an accessory right yeah so like there's never I, I, I'm a massive believer everything happens for a reason yeah. so could not agree more. the reason why you're here is because you're here man that's 100%, it, man. Man. We wouldn't be having this chat if I was uh, never overseas playing hoops. Never. So, um, where do we find accessory? Where would we find it? So, our best um, kind of form of marketing is on our Instagram. So, the dot accessory is our handle there, um, or you can head on to um, our website at www.theaccessorylabel.com. Um, that's where you can like purchase all of our stuff. We ship it out of Wollongong, um, in our little warehouse down there. Um, yeah, that's our kind of that's our accessory plug and then my yeah, Bayfit Bayfit is just my personal Instagram which is Bailey O'Brien underscore um, and that's through any messages and stuff about online clients or people who want to come to, to PT with me that's how most people get in contact with me that's it man awesome well I know that Lockie's not here right now on the mics but we really appreciate you being here man it's the first one we've ever done one on one I reckon it's can't be better than this, Mate, man. Best guest so far, I reckon. Best guest so far. We'll, we'll pay that. We'll yeah. pay that. Are you serious? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, make sure we follow. All right. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public Breaker. All right. Social media will be coming up next week. All right. So make sure you get around that. And yeah, make sure you listen to this one, share it, and subscribe. All right. Take it easy. Cheers.